Hey there, listener. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. We want our listeners to know that this episode was actually recorded last year a few weeks after International Self-Care Day on July 24th, 2019. Yes, we've wanted to make our podcast feel fresh and new, so we've made changes since then. You'll notice that the audio volume and quality might differ because we were sharing microphones between us. Regardless of when this podcast was actually recorded, we hope that the content about self-care still rings true today, especially during the pandemic. So, without further ado, thanks for listening again, and we look forward to bringing more content to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pathways Clubhouse podcast. This is our third episode, which we have not done in a while, um, but we really look forward to talking about today's topic, which is self-care, um, which we thought would be a really good idea because it was International Self-Care Day uh, not too many days ago or weeks ago. Um, so today we are joined by Mashoud and Caitlin, and we also have a special guest visitor, um, our very own in-house Pascal. Uh, she loves self-care. She loves talking about self-care. So she's going to be um, chatting with us about self-care and how to take care of ourselves. So what does self-care mean to you guys? Um, I think what it means to me is taking time for myself and um, just Take a break from everything. If it gets too busy, just spend time at home and then alone sometimes or with friends and just relaxing, not not being stressed. Just taking time for myself. Mm-hmm. For me, it, self-care has two parts for it. One is the physical aspect and then the second is the mental health aspect. And so... For the physical aspects, stuff like going jogging or exercise helps. And mental health, I think for me, is just keeping positive, optimistic, and um, try to keep myself mentally healthy. And and for me, self-care means to really just focus on your needs. So um, I know that burnout is absolutely really real. Um, So just being able to step back and then focus on yourself both mentally um physically emotionally um all of those wonderful things that are that fall under well-being is very important to focus on so Pascal, do you want to tell us what the definition of self-care is sure i think that both caitlin and Mashu did a great job of just highlighting what self-care is because it's kind of all-encompassing it's very individual as well so whatever feels right for the person whatever kind of recharges your own batteries and takes care of your own body um i i really agree with the world health organization's definition i'll read it out to you guys so um world health organization states that self-care is defined as what people do for themselves to establish and maintain health and to prevent and deal with illness so essentially, that's what um, Caitlin and Mashoot are doing. You guys are taking a step back, thinking about, you know, maybe I need to be on my own for a while. Maybe I need to look at what my needs are. What do I need to do for myself today? And Mashoot talked um, about, hey, you know, I know that I, when I'm feeling optimistic and positive, I feel better about myself. So focusing on that 
and also the physical, you know, being active, getting the body moving. That's another piece of the self-care. Um, and, you know, like Mari was saying, in the last two weeks, we just celebrated International Self-Care Day. That was July 24th. And it's celebrated on July 24th because um, the International Self-Care Organization wants everyone to know that self-care isn't just a one-time occurrence. You know, when you're feeling drained, that's when you do it. No, self-care should be 24-7. You should be practicing self-care every day, checking in with yourself, seeing are you taking care of your body? Are you taking care of your mind? Um, And... So some of the things that are important to highlight with self-care is, you know, different aspects of self-care. So um, there are seven pillars of self-care and they all kind of look at different aspects of the body. And um, so, yes, well, thinking about how your thoughts impact you and some maybe mindfulness or positive exercises can be really beneficial for your overall well-being. Um, the physical side too of going for runs um, or being active and then also like there's another pillar that talks about you know how's your overall you know medical health like are you going and seeing your family doctor um, as required like do you have a family doctor Um, have you had any checkups how's your blood work do you know your blood type do you know um, if you're getting the right nutrients for your body, um, you know, how's your overall health doing? So checking in with some professionals as well. That's another self-care piece that some people kind of don't think about. Um, and some some people are on medication as well, right? Like, are you taking the medication that best suits you? Are you happy with it? How is it impacting your well-being? Are there adjustments that need to be made? Are you taking them? Like, maybe some people are given a prescription for something, but they're not taking it. So it's not really, you know, helping their well-being. Um, and then there's also the other end of the spectrum. Like, are people overusing certain drugs, like non-prescription drugs? Are they drinking a lot of alcohol? Are they consuming a lot of street drugs? How is that impacting your body and your mind? So that's another piece of the self-care. So there's a lot of things to consider when talking about self-care. It's not just one, you know, talk about like, oh, I'm going to go for a coffee. I've done my self-care for the month. So I've taken a break for myself. Um, I think it needs to be more ongoing. And I think it's important to talk about because I think when people think about self-care, They think that, you know, that's not really that important. If I have time to do it, um, you know, it's kind of a a selfish activity. Why would I go and spend some time for myself? I have other things I need to take care of. But I think people don't realize if we don't take time every day for self-care, then we're really impacting other people negatively. Because if we're, you know, tired or upset or not taking care of ourselves, it influences the relationships around us. So I think it's an important topic. I really like what you said about self-care being this very holistic idea. I think we um, sort of pick and choose aspects of health to focus on, and we always forget that those things are really intertwined. Some people will focus on their physical health and maintaining, you know, their weight or their muscle mass more than they might put on that, focus on their like emotional well-being as well. So um, self-care being holistic allows people to really... Um, think about all of those things as being um, one whole need of putting themselves first and putting their needs first. Um, The one thing I liked about Pascal's comment was um, making sure to take care of your medications with people with mental health. Um, One of those people 
tend to do is forget about the medication. And um, to take care of your mental health, you gotta make sure that you visit your doctor and you take those medication. Otherwise, it might just cause stress and anxiety and just worsen your self-care. So I think one of the most important things when it comes to self-care and mental health is also just trying to make sure to take your medications every day. Yeah, and along the lines of what Mashoud's saying is like, particularly for people that maybe use medication as a way to um, manage their mental health, um, I'm not stating it's a necessity, but I think that kind of brings in the healthcare providers and who's your team and who do you connect with to take care of your mental health? Do you have a doctor that you feel comfortable um, opening up to and talking about your concerns? Or do you have a mental health professional like a counselor or a psychiatrist or a psychologist that understands your needs and how things are going for you and can make adjustments so that um, if you are considering medications or you, you're currently on them, is it the right fit for you? Is the dose working? What are the side effects? Because those can all impact your overall well-being. What's the question? <laughs> Did you have any thoughts on, like, Pascal's definition? Uh, yeah, I, like, yeah. I think I agree with almost everything that Pascal said. Um, yeah, you should really check. I like the fact you said, like, I do realize, I never realize I do this, but I do check in with myself once in a while if I'm okay, how I'm feeling, or why am I mad, or why am I sad. I was like, well, maybe I should take a break, whatever's going on, maybe I'm just stressed out. Or just talk to friends, that's another way for self-care, just talking to people. Just, and that usually helps me. Um, just checking in is also good to see if I'm overwhelmed by stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I agree with that. <laughs> and it should be a 24-7 thing, not just once in a while um, treat yourself or whatever. It should be 24-7. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So why do you guys think that maybe not as many people, or like even for myself, I'm guilty of not doing self-care every single day or like consciously being aware, like did I take... A break for myself today and did I check in and am I doing things for my mind and body that help me feel better like why don't people do that more I think because some people think it's a selfish thing um, I think yeah people think it's a selfish they should focus on other people but I think don't to focus on other people and help other people out you got to focus on yourself first and then once that once you help yourself out you can help everyone else around you also, I think people are just very busy with their lives. They don't think, stop and think, maybe I need a break from work or just family and stuff. Just take time for themselves. So I think just because this day and age, I find that people are way too busy and I don't stop and think, maybe I should take a break and take care of myself. Hmm. So maybe this sense of guilt, there's guilt associated with self-care, like, you know, there's so many things that need to happen in the day, I shouldn't take a window of time for myself to look at what I need, because there's all these other needs that need to be met. I agree with that. I think society, especially in North America, is a very individualistic society where you, where everyone's like busy and trying to do things, and then they forget about taking care of themselves just going outside for a jog or going to see your support group, mental health team, or your parents, your friends. People are just busy with their lives and they just 
sometimes they just neglect taking care of themselves and and we have to sometimes step back and remember that one of the most important things is taking care of your health and the second thing is just doing everything else that you might be doing like work or school and so forth yeah I think it's just really hard sometimes when um, when something like self-care isn't as normalized as other aspects of like taking care of your health like I know that you know, this is just an example, but like if people ask you like, oh, hey, do you want to um, do you want to hang out on the weekend? But, you know, you're kind of feeling like you need to focus on yourself. If you just say it out loud or say it to them, they'll be like, mm, how come they don't want to hang out with you? Or like, it just feels it, it can sound it can sound weird if you're like, oh, I just want to take some time to myself. And that's something that it's not normalized as often, um, I think, at least. Um, and yeah. <laughs> For me as well, sometimes not um, just taking a break, but actually going out and meeting people as well, like family and friends or family parties. Sometimes, you know, people get overwhelmed with work or school, especially um, young people. And they don't go to like family events or see their friends that often. And um, sometimes it's important to, t- there's, you could take self care by taking time for yourself and taking a break from people and as well as sometimes self-care can mean going and meeting family and friends as well yeah i think that's a really valid point you bring up because um everyone's different in their energy levels and what kind of recharges their batteries and what they need for themselves so like you said like some people for them you know it's really helpful to have some alone time, maybe read a book, maybe have a bath, go for a jog, like that for them is self-care. But another person, it might mean like, you know, I haven't seen my mom and dad for the week. I've been busy with work and school and commitments. Maybe I should go and have a dinner and some quality time with them. That would be some good self-care for me to make some room in my schedule. So I think for everyone, it's different as to what that looks like. Uh, yeah, sometimes being family is the reason why you're stressed. And you need to take, ste- take a step back for yourself, and then so that you can sp- make time for your family and be there for your family, because if you don't make time for yourself, you find them stressing you out. And then taking si- time for yourself, th- pr- you probably have more fun with them. Um, so it could be family that stresses out, or whatever, but sometimes family can actually make you feel like what Pascal said, um, make you feel less stressed, more relaxed if you spend time with family and friends. But sometimes it can be the opposite, where that could be the reason why you're stressed is your family and friends. Everyone is different for uh, what they do for their self care. Everybody does different things for self care. So, yeah. Can you guys think of times when you may or may not have put self care as a priority and then? You want if you want if you guys want to share like what you get what you did in that moment. Mm, maybe with I guess family. Sometimes I feel like I have to be an ear for my family. They got they have stuff on their mind, so I'm there to listen. And then that can be draining because I'm hearing all their problems and issues, and I want to be with I want to be there for them. But sometimes it's just too much, and I had to like step back and realize maybe I should just take a break for myself. Take a long time and just step back from my family because sometimes being there for them can be exhausting. 
Yeah, and for myself, I think, um, you know, when you have a really busy schedule, sometimes it's, you know, it might feel better to be like, no, I don't have time to set aside some time for myself. Like, there's all these things that I need to do. But oddly enough, that's really when you could use that self-care the most, right, is taking a step back and seeing, you know, have I had my meals today? Have I had breakfast? Have I had lunch? Have I had dinner? Like, what did I eat? Have I had any water? You know, um, have I stepped outside and gotten some fresh air? What have I done for myself today? Have I had a shower? Little things that maybe when we're so busy and we're wrapped up in all these activities we don't really think about. Um, and for myself, I think that's when I really needed it the most was when I was my most busiest is when I, I needed those breaks instead of being like, oh, I'll just wait until I have more time in my schedule. Then I'll, then I'll have some time for self-care. I think we need to try and encourage to uh, filter in the self-care every day so that it's more of a routine, a lifestyle instead of just, oh, I'm feeling like I'm really stressed out right now and I should probably go take a break. Because I think that's when it becomes easy to not engage in self-care when you don't make it a habit, something that you practice every day or let people know like, oh, you know, I'm going to take an hour for myself right now. Um, I'll reconnect with you later or whatever that looks like to communicating to your friends, your coworkers, your family. One of the important things when it comes to self-care is um, doing checking in with yourself daily and also being organized. So you know exactly, yeah, I might need an hour break or um, I might want to go see my parents or or there's a specific television show, so maybe I should finish work before then. Mm -hmm. And I think um, when it comes to self-care, especially with people who have active lifestyles, it's important just to make sure you're organized and you know exactly um, when to take a break. I think that's so true about like planning your day and sort of spreading things out some more because you know I love being busy I love you know when a day is full of things to do um, but then when you look at it from like you know in like an agenda or like on your phone and you see like how much time you've allocated to say like oh I'm gonna go see this person and then I'm gonna go see this person and then I have to go to work at this time and then I have to do these chores at this time too, you realize like how much little you actually spend for yourself. Like, um, you know, for me, self-care would be things like going to the gym or like, you know, going to see other people or just taking some time to myself apart from like my friends because I also feel like I don't focus on myself as much. So I totally relate to that. Yeah, I really like what you said about looking at your schedule and in advance knowing like you know maybe maybe at this point in the day that's when I do need to insert some self-care or if I know that this is something I really value and I want to spend time doing this on like a Tuesday how do I make sure that I you know prioritize and make sure that this fits into my schedule for the day like you put the example of like oh I really like this tv show um and I don't think there's any harm in having that be your self-care maybe you just need to watch half an hour or an hour of a show and it it lifts you up and it's relaxing and making time in the week for that instead of just go 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 so I I like what you uh, mentioned about having a schedule and being organized so you can kind of see how to implement the self-care daily so since we said that self-care, you know, differs for everybody, what do you guys do for your self-care? 
one of the important things I do is I, I tend to go for jogs and um, I try to go before five o'clock because that way it doesn't affect my sleep. I find when I go for jogs um, that it makes me happier, but it also affects my thinking and mood. Mm-hmm. So, so if like if I'm exercising, then I'm I'm able to think more clearly, as well as um, my mood becomes better. Yeah, I usually like I find naps help. I, I I find now after after I went nap I feel more refreshed and focused, even if it's just a little a short nap. Most times I take long naps, but I just find myself that's my uh, self care because I, I do all, I do naps almost every day and I find that they really I feel so much better afterwards. I feel focused, less stressed, um, less overwhelmed. I just I feel better and walks. I walk a lot. Sometimes I find walking relaxing and then. I thought, and then I watch movies and TV shows, my favorite TV shows a lot, and that seems to make keep my mind up stuff and just for a little bit just relax me. Um, just watch my favorite show, a like guilty pleasure show that I know that it's not really a great show, but like reality shows or contest shows, reality contest shows, I just watch them, take my mind up stuff. Or daytime talk shows, I watch some daytime talk shows, they're fun to watch. And I just find that it keeps my mind off stuff, and then I feel a lot happier watching them. So I don't, don't I find that I do all that stuff like every day, and I listen to music, which I find that also relaxes me. It depends. I listen to all types of genres of music, so it doesn't matter. It depends how I feel, rock, pop. I just listen to it all, and I find that I am. Um, I just find a lot of myself happy and just relax. I feel a lot better. Yeah, and like I think what you highlighted, the napping aspect, um, that is actually another pillar of self-care is sleep hygiene. Um, And I think, I know for myself, that's an area that I could improve on um, is, you know, even just on my calendar or, you know, in my schedule for the week, being aware of, you know, what do I have going on in the evening and how late is that going into the night that's impacting, you know, when I actually get into bed and finally hit the pillow and get some sleep. And everybody's body is different into how many hours that they need. Um, But I think everyone has an idea of how many hours they feel good, um, like how many hours in a night they need to feel rested and feel prepared for the next day. Uh, So sleep hygiene is really important. And maybe if you're lacking in like the hours you need at night, that's where the naps come in, right? You're feeling exhausted or you need to recharge your batteries. Um, So that checking in with your body and just seeing your level of energy. I too like to get outside. That's a big self-care for me is like going and walking by the water or in a park, um, just kind of disconnecting and just, you know, taking in my environment. I feel that's very calming. Um, I also really enjoy cooking. Like everyone's different. Some people like baking. Some people don't like being in the kitchen. I personally like trying new recipes and I feel like it's a double area of um, self-care because I'm kind of practicing being in the moment and enjoying what I'm doing, but I'm also like creating a nice healthy meal for myself instead of just running to a fast food and just, you know, throwing something in my mouth because I'm hungry. I'm actually enjoying the process and then enjoying the meal and that makes me feel good. So that's one of my self-care activities. For me, um, uh, one of the things I'm really guilty of is um, 
uh, lack of sleep. So, but I, I just I always remember one thing. I try to get to the bed before eleven thirty. Sometimes I don't get most of the sleep or a lot of sleep, but I try to make sure I get to bed at least at the latest eleven thirty. Because I know, like, it will affect me for the rest of the day, my energy level and so forth, and my concentration problems with my mental illness. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope this podcast lets all our listeners go to sleep early. <laughs> In all seriousness, I think that's also something that I'm also very guilty of. It's so hard when your body clock just does not adjust to your schedule. Because I am very guilty of sleeping very late, but then also having to wake up early for work. So taking naps interspersed throughout the day has helped. Um, but I also really love listening to music. And, you know, one of the things that I love doing is, like, disconnecting. So, um, you know, walking along the river, like, the riverbank and just letting the air flow. Um, I also like just sitting in a pool and, like, just hearing the water kind of splash around and... You know, just being in water for me um, helps to like lower my lower my lower my stress. <laughs> Same with me. I like to do things like sports. So I'll watch like a a football game or a hockey game or a basketball game, and um, and sometimes like even if there is no game on, I'll just read um, some on the internet about what's happening with certain sport teams and what's happening like competition games and so forth. I think a nice takeaway from the self-care talk is that self-care is so vast. Like there's such an array of activities you can engage in to take care of yourself. Um, And, you know, you don't have to have a list, but sometimes even just writing down all the things that really work for you and help take care of your whole body in different elements. And then, you know, maybe if you one day need to engage in one self-care, like maybe going for a swim, that's what you're really feeling that day. But maybe the following day, that's not the right fix for you. You need to do something else. So just knowing what your options are and, you know, being able to somehow integrate them into your week and having them available to you as just something like, you know what, I think I should do this today. And maybe you can just have I don't know, images or written words of things that really lift you up or that you really enjoy for self-care. So for all our listeners, hopefully you can think of some of the things that you can do for your self-care. But we would like to share some of the things that um, at least we found on the internet um, that might help you just to sort of think about um, ways that you can start on that. Um, So... Um, so one of the things that you can do for your self-care is to unplug. So turn off your TV, your phone, your computer, um, spend some time out of the virtual world, even for just five minutes. Um, that way you can get some better sleep before seeing, without seeing electronics before bed. Um, and this can help your overall well-being. So for day two, um, decluttering. Decluttering can apply to all aspects of your well-being. Physically, you can clean up your workspaces, do some chores around the house. We all know someone who just keeps a bunch of trash in their bags. You can also declutter your mind of negative thoughts or overthinking that can affect us at any point in our lives through meditation and mindfulness practices. Um, A third option for self-care can be to nourish yourself. So you can make an effort to take care of yourself 
like your physical being. Um, keep in mind staying hydrated throughout the day. Maybe go to bed a bit earlier. Try going out for exercise through a simple walk or even stretching at your desk. Uh, once an hour can help nourish your body. Um, create, create something with your own hands. You can make music, make, make drawings, writings, try out a new recipe, even make a sandcastle at the beach today would count. If you were feeling crafty, here's a list of easy to do, uh, do easy to do it yourself projects to do at home. And afterwards, step back and take pride in what you've made. Doesn't matter if you think it's good or not, you still make made it, and that makes it precious. It's also really important to listen to yourself. So listening to those you trust um, and taking into account how their feelings and um, what their feelings are and how important it is. Um, it's also really important to listen to yourself and your limits about when you're feeling overwhelmed or tired. Um, also listen to positive voices that encourage you to keep going. Express hopefully since you've been listening to yourselves and others you can now express a response. Express yourself and your emotions to friends, family, peer support teachers and therapists. Keeping your thoughts to yourself for a long period of time doesn't help your problems and negative emotions disappear. And another option is to explore. So step out of your comfort zone and try something new today. It can be trying a new food or even reaching out to a new friend. Creating a variety every so often can break um, a boring routine. So hopefully that gives you guys some ideas about what you guys can do for your self-care. We know that self-care is very important and we know that the options and ways that people do it is very different between um, between each other. So, you know, do what you feel is right and do what makes you happy. So hopefully that's your takeaway from the podcast. Is there anything else that I may have missed as a takeaway? If you are looking for more ideas on self-care, you can always go to our Pathways Facebook page. Um, for international self-care that happened on July 24th, we had some links up to some websites that are very helpful. They list a bunch of ideas. They talk more about self-care and why it's important. Um, or you could always just contact a familiar face here at the clubhouse, and we'd be happy to chat about self-care. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope to see you on the next episode.